always knows. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Glass. Let's get into it. What are the recent things that you've been inquiring of the Lord these days? Well, my mindset, I say, I would say breakthrough in the standpoint of uh, I'm waiting for something new, uh, something I haven't experienced before. I want to see his power and authority in a way I've never seen it. You know, he's spoken, uh, he sent many people to me with a lot of prophetic words, and I'm just waiting for those to come to pass. I feel like I've done everything I know I can do in my life up to this point to um, prepare and to, uh, I feel like I've passed tests that he's given me, not perfectly, but I have passed them. And uh, I'm just waiting on him to um, turn the page. Are you willing to share what those prophecies are, at least some of them? Well, yes and no. I think some, some things are, some things can be believed once heard, but other things have to be experienced. Okay. So, well, generally, um, do you believe everybody has something God has for them? in a prophetic level where somebody spoke to their lives and they're waiting for it to come about well the bible says many are called and few are chosen so i believe god calls everybody i think everybody's called but the ones who choose to live the lifestyle according to the will of god for them then I think it goes a little further when it comes to as far as them receiving a prophetic word a prophetic word is something God says if you if you follow my ways and my precepts for you this is what I will do for you but if you're not going to follow what God has asked of you then why would you see the results like that's just, it's simple that's with everything in life you know if you go to if you go to work two weeks you get a paycheck if you don't go to work you don't get paid the Bible says, Jesus says, those who love me will follow my commands. So if, if you're going to see the prophetic done in your life and you're going to see God move in your life, you've got to do what Jesus says to do. It's pretty simple. It doesn't work the other way. He's not going to continually prove himself to somebody who's only after the, the reward. So you believe that somebody can get in the way of their prophecy? I think everybody gets in the way of their prophecy, even me. Because when things get hard, I don't care how strong of a Christian you are and how much faith you claim to have. When things get hard, we don't walk it out perfectly. We complain. We ask why. We fight against it. Sometimes we quit what we're doing because we don't like how it feels. And that's the honest God truth. And you go back to the Father and finally ask him what's going on. And you're willing to listen to his response. And he's like, well, you had you on the right path, but you didn't like it, so you quit. you got to start all, o- all the way over. And that's the thing about God. You don't, there's no shortcuts. He's not the devil. The devil will give you everything you want and not tell you the price you're going to pay for it. God will tell you, this is what your life will become, but first you've got to go through the work. It's the opposite. That's why you have more people going to hell than heaven, because heaven's worthwhile, and you have to wait and be prepared for the blessings, which is ultimately God is the blessing. All, everything else is just something else. It's... The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. cool thing about the Lord is the things he adds once you seek him. And the devil is the opposite. He gives you all these things, but then you know, you're sick all the time, or you're in pain all the time, or you're 
you know, it's just, it's not worth it. It's a short, it's a short lived high with the devil because then the sacrifice isn't worth it. It's just not. So we can stall our, whatever God has for us. We can get in the way and stall it. Not necessarily stop it, but make it so that it takes longer to come. Yes. Well, I mean, put it, put it like this. So <clears throat> if you have a child, you said, hey, so when you turn um, 14, you're able to receive your learning permit to drive a vehicle. Okay. But you tell that person, your child, hey, but you have to study this book and pass the test first. So the child turns 14, but they haven't studied. And they're like, hey, can I drive? Well, have you passed your test? Well, no. Then no, you can't drive because you don't know how. It's the same thing with the Lord. God says, God says, I, w- I want to give you this car and I'm going to teach you how to drive. And I'll be in the passenger seat and teach you how to drive. But you got to study and pass the test. And we don't do that. And we don't pass the test, and so he doesn't let us drive. It's that simple. What do you What do you think are the factors that keep us from pursuing our calling? I think there's a lot. I think the first thing is selfish pride. Actually, is it something we pursue, or is it going to happen itself anyways? I think it's. I think it's both. I think when you say something we're going to pursue, the Bible simply says, "Pursue the Lord," like. Pursue the Lord. He says himself. In all your ways acknowledge me and I will guide your steps. Okay? So if you do the things he tells you to do, he will say, I will give you great wealth if you do this, this, and this. But if you do this, this, and this, calamity will come to you. You choose. And he tells you up front what the reward's going to be, but he doesn't tell you the steps to take to get it. So therefore, the, the steps are day by day, you know, moment by moment, test by test, because God's grace and his blessings are so much that you have to, it's a, it's a, it's a prepared thing. You have to know what to do when you get it. Otherwise it's a pointless thing to have because it's a waste. It's you, we will waste it. I think our flesh gets in the way a lot. Well, I know mine does. I can't speak for everybody, but my flesh gets in the way a lot. How I perceive things, how I react emotionally to things when things don't go the way I think they should go. Uh, my feelings have a big part in, in my um, hindrance to receiving things from the Lord because I have to start all over because I messed up. Do you think everybody really truly knows what they're supposed to be doing? No. <laughs> I think out of, let's say, out of 100%, I'll say maybe 5% of people actually know. So I guess my question is, so if people don't know what they're supposed to be doing, how are you supposed to be in line with what the Lord wants you? Where you where you want where he wants you to be at well if you go online and you're unemployed you go to indeed and then you find three jobs you want to have so you call in or however you do it email whatever and they call you for interview okay you go to the interview and they, they say okay this is this is what we expect of you. Can you meet these qualifications to have this employment? And you say yes. So they say, okay, 8 o'clock, be at this place. And you're, you're gonna, we're going to start you off doing this thing. But you don't show up. What's, what are they going to do to you? Are they going to still hire you? I'm asking you. Are they going to hire you? Yes or no? No, they would not. Exactly. They're not. So it's the same thing with the Lord. It's, it's simple. I know people want to dig deep and like, well, I don't know what to do. You go to the Father and say, Father... I love you and I believe in you 
and you have a purpose for my life. You are the creator. I'm the created. So you made me for a specific reason. I want to know what that reason is. And he'll say, okay, to understand that, for me to answer your question, there's some certain things I have to teach you first because our understanding is so far my understanding is so greater than yours. Just to, you, to comprehend why I made you, you have to learn this, this, and this. And those who are willing to go through it will grow in knowledge and understanding. And those who aren't willing to do it will do something else. Okay. this. Let's go back. So you said if you're unemployed, you go to Indeed. How do you know that you're supposed to be, that's the place you're supposed to be searching in the first place? You don't. That's why you pray and ask. If a child's hungry and they don't know how to cook and they have a mother or a dad in the household or somebody they know is supposed to provide them with meal, they're going to go to that person. Hey, I'm hungry. And they expect that person to give them that meal they, they're asking about. Or lunch, breakfast, snack, whatever. That's so the same you, thing with the Lord. You would wait to hear from the Lord. You would inquire of the Lord and wait to hear his answers for you. Yes, I would. How, would, how, would, how do you hear from the Lord? A millions of different ways. For me personally, God speaks to me through. Sometimes He'll talk directly to me. Um, sometimes I'll hear. Sometimes it'll be a thought, and I'll be asking Him about something specifically. Specifically, now, God's answered me in thought. It's because I've asked Him something specific, and I know exactly what I'm asking Him for. So when I get that answer, obviously I didn't have a, an answer before I asked the question. So all of a sudden, if I get an answer that makes sense and it's going to, it helps shine light on on the thing I'm searching for, and I didn't have that answer, then it's I'm not the one. I didn't come up with that thought. Somebody else put it there, right? That's one way he speaks to me. Another way is visual. I'll see something. You know, I read the Bible a lot, so uh, and I study biblical numerology, so numbers. Or he'll send somebody to me to answer a question. Or maybe somebody was praying for me and then God told me to tell you this. You know? It could be in many different ways. But if you're looking for God to respond to, when he does respond, he'll make sure you know it's him. At the end of the day, he will attach his answer to a part of you that he knows you will understand it was him. And this is my response. Now, you might not like his response. It might be something completely different than what you expected but that doesn't mean it's not god and most of the time with me that's what it is it's god i want you to do this for me he's like not yet you got to do this this and this first huh and i know it's him and i know i can do the things he asks me not because i'm capable because he's with me if that makes any sense to you at all yeah i've also i guess experienced different thoughts coming to my head and just trying to distinguish which one is the right answer because I have many when I have questions different ideas come into mind so how do I know which one is from the Lord which one is something that I'm just conjuring up and thinking it's a great idea well for me it's simple because I'll be honest with you when I come up with my own answers it's something my flesh agrees with like I, my flesh wants to do that thing you know wow. what I'm saying? Okay. And it's mostly self-centered and I will enjoy it and I'll benefit from it, but nobody else will. It's just for me. And when it's the Lord, it's the opposite. Everybody else will probably benefit from this and I won't. It has nothing to do with me at all. 
Yeah. And it's not, and, but and to me, it's not even solving the problem or answering the question specifically that I asked. But I still know it's him because he make he makes it known. God, it's he. He often says it. You know, if you're going through a hard time and you want God to uh, move for you, find somebody going through a worse time than you and move for them first. And I've found in my life that's how it works. Uh, I've been through a lot of hard things and. Once I stopped crying my own tears and started standing in the gap for somebody else who was crying, uh, I start I start seeing God move through me, move for me, I should say. You know, maybe through the person I'm talking to or something, a different situation. Uh, but he always does. It just sometimes I don't like the way he chooses to do it. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, but my flesh is the what that dictates to me if it's God or not. Uh, most of the time because I've done this enough to know if my flesh is happy now nah. <laughs> probably not the Lord it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, the scripture seek ye first the kingdom, kingdom of heaven and all of this will be added unto you yeah seek ye first kingdom of heaven his righteousness and, and his all righteousness. these things will be added unto you something to, uh, something to chew on so in my time lately of waiting on the Lord um, I've found that the deepest part of me that's searching and that's unsure are being tested. Unsure because I know in my heart and my faith and what I believe in is the Lord, my Lord and Savior Jesus, my Heavenly Father, uh, God, and uh, the Holy Spirit have my best interest in mind, the most perfect plan for my life. They are working on or have already established. They're waiting for me to catch up to them. So, in these trying times for myself, I've found it the hardest to just be still. The Bible says, be still and know that I am the Lord. And I believe in this time right now in my life, I'm simply going through the test of being obedient to that scripture, to that command. When the Father says, be still and know that I am the Lord. So what does that mean? To me, to be still means to put all my trust and faith in God and moment by moment, not day by day, but literally moment by moment, take what he gives me, allows me to see and the things I can do and take heart in those are the things he has for me to do. And whatever the result of those things happens to be, that is the result he is helping me to achieve for the betterment of his kingdom. It's that simple. So I say to everybody's listening who chooses to tune in, when you're putting your trust fully in the Lord, a hundred percent, it's going to be hard. It's going to be dark. It'll be windy. The storm will come. You will not have answers for anybody around you, but I tell you to hang in there and trust in the Lord. And this is the moment where you go close to God. And you're like, well, Ben, what does it mean to be close to God? Well, that's what you're here to find out in this, in this spot that you're in. Because you need to understand that when you call on the Father's name, even though you might not hear him respond, he is listening. And so to be still and know that God is God, you need to understand that silence at times is better than speech or many words. So the Bible talks about in Proverbs that um, uh, a fool uses many words in explanation. That's a paraphrase, obviously. Um, meaning, 
that just because I have something on my mind to say does need needs to be needs to be said or heard. So I say in this time coming up, just trust in the Lord. Trust in the faith that he's given you to trust in him with. And if you're unsure, always go to him and ask. Don't be scared and be honest. Don't be religious, meaning, oh, Father, I love you so much. No, like, Father, I don't understand. It is dark. I'm not aware of where my next victory is coming from. I can't see it. I don't know how far off it is. And I honestly don't know how much strength I have left to hold on. That's the kind of conversation you go to God with because that's the kind of truth will you, you and God will begin to grow in relationship. And that's what he's waiting for, honesty. So I say be honest because that's what I have to do in the time that I'm in. So thank you very much for tuning in. And until next time, he always knows.